Welcome to the Back Shoulder Fade, the Running Hook Sports Betting Podcast with Caleb Lynn and Zach Griffin. Hello! Welcome in to Back Shoulder Fade, the Running Hook Podcast Network Sports Betting Podcast. I'm your co-host, Zach Griffith. Can't be joined tonight by Caleb Lynn. Uh, he is out tonight, so we'll be joined by the founder, Alex Burr, once again. Alex, I think this is the third go-around with you and me on 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 the on back shoulder fade here. At this point, I might as well just be your co-host. You know, it feels like I, I've been really, you know, well, I'm not the, I'm not the stepfather of this podcast. I'm the father who stepped up. <laughs> I mean, listen, you can you, you have the power here. You can fire <laughs> Caleb, right? You get you you have that ability. You know, he might he might show up to work tomorrow and be, be out of a job. I don't know. What's your call? Um, he shows your call? He shows up to the facility and his key card doesn't work. Film it like hard yeah. knocks. <laughs> cut. Cut. But Caleb no, Lynn Kate, cut from back shoulder fade. <laughs> Caleb's out tonight, but Caleb had the idea for a same game parlay. So Alex, since uh the Thursday night football is over for the season. Uh which by the way. We cashed in on a couple times this year. Um, we're going to be doing an SGP based on the college football playoff national championship game, which is this Monday night, I believe. Uh, Washington. Yeah. Washington, the number two team in the country against Michigan, the number one team in the country. Alex. We got some great games in the CFP. Uh, if you listen to this last week, I'm sorry because I told you to bet on Texas defeating Alabama as the exact result of the CFP. That's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. In fact, both of them lost. So it's definitely not going to happen. But this one, Alex, we got your leg, Odunze, for Washington, over 94 and a half receiving yards. I had Blake Corum, two or more touchdowns, and Caleb took the Washington spread at plus four and a half. I like all three of those legs, Alex. Brings the parlay to plus 877. You put down 10 bucks, you win 87 bucks. Alex, I thought this is one of our one of our better parlays of the year. Honestly, I feel like this can hit. I mean, based on Penix's arm, frankly, on how now, it could be based on, um, uh, I'll say this in advance, you know, Michigan was getting to Milrow, and Milrow was not taking advantage of the opportunities presented to him by the defense. But, that being said, I think there were holes in the Michigan second level that Penix, a more experienced quarterback, will be able to take advantage of. And Adunze... I think he was, did he win the bullet in the cough or was he second? I'm not sure. But um, he's a top wide receiver in all of college football. He's probably going to go in the first round, if I had to imagine. Um, so it's kind of a no-brainer for me, you know, just picking that leg. And I know it's a lot of yards, but also, you know, with how, first of all, um, some of those passes that Penix threw <laughs> to him, it's like 
there aren't a whole lot of quarterbacks in general who can make those throws. No, he didn't miss Just a lot the of way it was hitting them in stride. Yeah. The way it was hitting the receivers in the sideline. But also, the reverse is true, too. There aren't a whole lot of Adunzes running around. I don't know the rest of the receivers' names. But there aren't a whole lot of... Like, they have elite playmakers over there in Washington. Um, so, I think you have all that. And Quorum, two touchdowns, you know. How many did he have last week? Was it just two? That sounds right. Um, but well, Bryce, Bryce influenced this pick for me because he said Quorum had like 20-something on the season. And, you know, Michigan is probably the best running back in the country, right? He's undoubtedly their best skill player by like a factor of like five. I don't so, think it's close. Yeah. Yeah, so I think he had a couple touchdowns last week. I'm not sure, but I liked it. It was plus 110. That leg alone was plus 110. Uh, again, plus 877. Put down 10, you win 87. I like Caleb's leg too. Washington plus four and a half. I think it's going to be a great game. You got two. You got, I think, the number one defense in the country, Michigan, against uh, you know a team that doesn't play defense, Washington. Uh, they just they just roll the balls out and go, but that's our running hook SGP this week. Again, Odunze over ninety four and a half receiving yards. Blake Corum two or more touchdowns, and Washington Huskies plus four and a half spread, plus eight seventy seven. Folks, I already bet that. I bet it. Uh, and Alex, I actually have another bet. Uh, that I placed for the NFL a uh, little, little uh, four-leg parlay. Let me right. pull it up here. I'll lead us into the NFL with my parlay. So I did seven dollars to win one hundred and forty-five. You got Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus four and a half, Buffalo Bills minus three, Titans money line, and the Patriots. Perhaps Belichick's last stand minus one and a half. Again, seven bucks to win one hundred forty-five. I, you know, we can get into those individual legs if you want, Alex. Uh, I, I imagine we might have some of those coming up, but let's see what you got. Your your number one bet of the week. My number one bet of the week. Well, I'm nothing if not a homer, Zach. So. My first bet, there is no way we lose this weekend. Playoffs on the line. Colts, plus one and a half. At home against Houston Texans. I now, this too. is this rooted in logic? <laughs> Absolutely not. Because the Texans have the better quarterback. Well, why not? We beat them. The only reason I would think is that the Texans are kind of diminished. You know, no Tank Dell. They're dealing with a lot of other injuries. But Stroud is just so scary. (laughs) And it's crazy that I'm saying that about a rookie. But... I mean, this guy was in MVP talks halfway through the season, you know? Is this a good time for me to do a victory lap about the Texans, though? Because I was saying after... On my first appearance, if you remember, that I thought the Texans had a chance to win the division. Now, obviously, yep. I will not pick them over my Colts. There is not a chance. 
I will say the Texans will win over my Colts. But that being said, <laughs> I'm not one to pass up the opportunity to do a victory lap. And I nailed that pretty much on the head. Even before this season, if you remember that, because I was like, I think, you know, everything they added here was pretty impactful. But their young team, wear and tear of the season. I mean, they've had a massive jump from last year to this year. If they can't finish the race, you know, that's there's nothing wrong with that. But I don't think I think the Colts defense is elite. That's what we have going for us, frankly. <laughs> it's that our defense is elite. And defense defense is really good. Texans have, we have a Michael lot of Pittman. injuries this week. And we have Michael Pittman Jr. And we have Jonathan Taylor. So and we, we got Jonathan that going Taylor. for us. But the Texans injury report at practice this week, not good. You know, Tunsil limited. Will Anderson not practicing. Uh, you know, it could just be precautionary, but still something to monitor. I don't think Tunsil played in the first matchup either when we went down to Houston and beat them. But this is one of my bets, Alex. Just thought, you know, I don't know if the money line changed from yesterday, but you got the Colts at plus 102 as well for the money line. I had that uh, along with the spread, but crowd's going to be raucous, man. It's, I mean, this is the biggest Colts game since what? You know, since, in a couple of years. Game. Yeah, probably the Carson Wentz game <laughs> where we just laid an egg. You know, so I, I like that bet. I had it as one of mine. Uh, next up, Alex, I'll, I'll give you one. I got the Titans. I hate to do this. I hate to do this because I hate the Titans. I hate, I hate the Titans. Hate, but I just feel like the Jags, you know, I was high on them going into the season. I was still high on them about halfway through. I, I I had a future bet on Trevor Lawrence before the year to to win MVP. Obviously, that's not going to happen. And now the Titans have a chance to take the division title away from the Jags, potentially, by beating them. If you remember, Alex, rematch from last year, the Josh Dobbs game for Titans. It was a winner go home for the division. Tennessee lost to Jacksonville. Jacksonville goes on to win that crazy playoff game against the Chargers. Could have been Tennessee. Tennessee doesn't forget that. Mike Vrabel had a press conference today or yesterday, whatever it was. He was not happy. He was not happy. He was not happy. He basically, in not so many words, he said, I hate losing. And he, he said it a lot meaner than that. So if you got the Titans right here, Plus five and a half spread. Okay. Plus 198 money line. I like it. I like it. And I'll never root for the Titans. All right. I'll never do it. I will not do it. But I'll be monitoring this game for the Colts' sake. I'll be monitoring the game. I also had this game <laughs> for that. I also had that exact one for that exact reason. You talked about the, the last Belichick. year. Yeah. Well, not not the last year angle specifically, but it's like, do you think Mike Vrabel isn't going to go down kicking and screaming? You think he's not going to, especially against the Jags? Especially, I was telling Bryce today, like, they, 
think of Mike Vrabel's career. Like he didn't lose a lot. Even you know, Patriots didn't lose. Uh throughout his Tennessee tenure, like he hasn't really lost that much. I know we I in particular rag on them uh for being a boring team, but he's a good coach and they find ways to win. And he hasn't done a lot of losing. That's you're right. You're right. This team has no business being five and eleven. Any other coach, they'd be no. like three and thirteen. Three and thirteen, two and fourteen. That's a testament to how good Rabel is. I think this team puts exclamation point on their on their <laughs> real shitty season <laughs> and is like, hey, you know, we're gonna we're gonna knock you out. I don't know if it'll knock them out of the playoffs. I'm not too intimately familiar with the playoff scenarios for every team. But we're going to give you our best shot and we're going to knock you out of the division. And I think Rabel will take a ton of satisfaction from that, knowing how crazily competitive he is. I mean, if we know one thing about Mike Rabel (laughs) is that that man is as competitive as it comes. I mean, is there a more competitive coach in the NFL? Just based off what we've heard from anecdotes? I mean, he pretty much said in in the thing, uh, yesterday that he he hasn't slept because he he hates losing so much and they've been so bad didn't, this year. So didn't he say one time he'd cut his balls off if they didn't win the Super Bowl? Is that him? Um, uh, is either him or Dan Campbell? One one of them seems like somebody would say it. But look, I mean, look everywhere he's been. Played for the Steelers before the Patriots. Obviously, the Steelers don't have a lot of history of losing. Then you have the Patriots, 01 to 08. I mean, if you're on the Patriots, 01 to 08, you know, you're doing fine. Then you have the Chiefs, 09 to 10, made the playoffs one of those years. He's just not 53 and 45 as a coach, 2 and 3 in the playoffs. Now, I, I point out a lot that he hasn't won a playoff game since, you know, the. The lucky year, I call it, but guys, I'm not taking away from what he did. You know, he's a great coach. Um, I just, I like them in this spot. I like them in the spot. We need them to win, Alex, as as Colts fans. I think they can get it done. I think Brable, for the reasons you said, he's going to have last year on the back of his mind. Like, hey, we had to yeah. hit these guys last year. Couldn't do it. It's not come out. This has a lot of the vibes to the Green Bay Detroit game, week eighteen last year, where know, Detroit has nothing to Detroit has nothing to play for. Green Bay, if they win, they get in, and then we all know what happened. Same thing here. It's exactly Jacksonville, like that. It's yeah, it, it it is exactly like that. Tennessee, nothing to play for, seemingly going to blow it up. And now you have Jacksonville trying to win the division and Tennessee can muck it up for him. So I like this. You like it again. Titans plus one ninety eight money line plus five and a half spread. Pounce on it. It's in the parlay. I said uh, prior to us getting into it. (laughs) So was this Buccaneers minus five and a half versus the Panthers. I'm going to check to make sure this didn't change. It's minus um, four and a half now. It's minus four side. and a half now. Okay. Minus four and a half now. Uh I just think the Panthers are gonna roll over, Alex. Okay. 
I just think they're gonna roll over. Their owner is a lunatic. Uh, he doesn't know he's throwing, doing. Stuff he's throwing drinks. Yeah, he's throwing shit at people. He's throwing drinks at people. He's getting fined. My brother put it yesterday. He said it's the most expensive beer in the uh, of all time. Three hundred thousand. That's what he was fined for throwing the beer. Uh, that, that was a good way to put it. But this this team, this might be the worst run team in sports, Alex. Right now, I mean, it's it's. I mean, I I know we're talking about the Detroit Pistons, but the Pistons have more wins than the Panthers do. Do they? The Pistons have more wins than the Panthers. <laughs> yeah, they have three. They have three wins. Not the Panthers, Panthers have were... two. Oof. That's uh, Panthers or Pistons? Gun to your head. I Pistons don't know, at least man. have their draft picks. That's true. That is very true. Um, but, I'll, I mean, I'll take the, I'll take the Pistons. <laughs> I'll take the Pistons too. I can't believe I'm saying it. Tepper sucks. Uh, Caleb said this to me the other day, and I agreed. For past year or so, had Michael Bidwell of the Cardinals as the worst NFL owner. Now that Snyder mm. is gone, uh, Tepper is overtaking him. Tepper's overtaking him. Um, snot. Not good. So I, I think they're going to totally roll over. Buccaneers have a chance to make the playoffs. Um, when I know for a fact their under was drafted in our over-under draft in the preseason. It might have been even drafted by me. Uh, and nobody, no player shoved it up my ass more this year than Baker Mayfield. Uh, so much so that I ended up picking him up in fantasy in one of my leagues. And he was my starter. So give me the Bucks minus four and a half against the Panthers and a must win. I know we can't place bets on this, um, but we seriously need to talk about Mike Evans as like a first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, What he's done is just absolutely insane. He's at 1233 yards this year, 16 games. Obviously one more to go and he's going to play next week. He has to because he's going to need to get, you know, help get them over the hump. 13 touchdowns this year, leading the league in touchdowns. <laughs> he is had a thousand yards every single year of his career. Yeah. He has, I mean, and he, it's not like he's played with a murderous row of quarterbacks other than Tom Brady. And it's not like he was playing with, you know, the Tom Brady, Randy Moscott. He was playing with 45 year old Tom Brady. So this guy, again, I know we can't bet on it. But I, it's either him or DeAndre Hopkins for best receiver of his generation. I don't really think there's there can be a discussion there. He's absolutely incredible. And I mean, you could probably put a bet on him to get whatever his over for yards is next weekend. And it'd probably hit like real easily. It probably wouldn't even be worth your time. But I wonder what the if you could bet on first team all pro <laughs> for him too. Yeah. Because that'd be, you know, another good bet. I mean, there's no way the Bucs lose this game. They, first, they can't afford so, to. Man. They can't afford to. The Panthers aren't good enough, right? The Panthers aren't good enough. Who's even their interim coach? Or do they have an interim? Uh, Tabor. I know his last name is Tabor. I don't know his uh, first name. I don't particularly care what his first name is because he's going to be gone next year. Would you say he is on the um, level in terms of getting his guys up to play as uh, Dan Campbell or um, 
no. Mike Rabel is. <laughs> no. <laughs> and no, therein lies the speak, problem. Speak for everyone. I speak for everyone there. No, but I agree. There's no way they lose this game. Alex, what is your third NFL bet of the week? That was our first one. We didn't have the same one of um, I another team that really needs it this week, although not for the same reasons. Um, I'm going to go with the Seahawks minus two and a half. Who are the Seahawks playing again? <laughs> Over the, the Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals. That's yes. right. I was like, they knew they were playing somebody not good. They need this one. Um, I believe they're eight and eight, correct? So they needed that game last week. I know they didn't get that. So you have a game like this against a team in Arizona that has played well to close the season. I mean, knocked Philadelphia out of um, knocked Philadelphia out of home field. But it's week 18. You know, they're probably going to play hard. But at the same time, it's like, who needs it more? And I think Gannon has gotten his players to play hard. But at the end of the day, what two just might overtake the, you know, need to might overtake one two, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's a good one for this week. I like that one. Um, the Cardinals finally get respect from the books this week. And of course it takes them till week 18, the last week of the season to give them some respect. But you know, they've been double digit dogs all year, Alex. And they just like, if you watch them, they played hard. They, you know, they beat the Eagles last week. Eagles basically tanked their chance of getting a home playoff game. So they're in the situation. The Cowboys were in last year uh, of being this, you know, double digit win team that has to go on the road. And then you have, uh, Kyler Murray has basically been playing, picking up where he left off uh, since he came back from the injury. And I think Gannon's legit, Alex. I think he's legit. Uh, he got a quality, best win. You know, this or the Cowboys win earlier in the season. Best win of his young coaching career. Um, they had no business winning that game against the Eagles, and they did. I'm a little scared of them in this spot against Seahawks because like I said, they play hard. They've played hard every game. I know some of the games have been blowouts, but he gets the guys to play. He gets the guys to play. The Cardinals have nothing to lose. The Seahawks have everything to gain, but there's the Pete Carroll thing. Pete Carroll just seems to win late season games. Uh, he, obviously, he's one of the best coaches in the league. One of the best coaches, I think, NFL-wise, you and I have seen in our since we've been watching football. So one bet I liked involving the Seahawks. Yesterday they were plus two seventy to make the playoffs. I don't know if that's changed. Uh I'm looking at the playoff scenarios right now. Let me go down to the a- NFC. Plus now they're plus three twenty to make the playoffs. Yes, the Seahawks need to win and they need the Packers to lose to the Bears. That'd be the easiest way they can get in. So if you like that, if you like the Bears on the road in Lambeau. Now, I don't like what Justin Fields said just before the pod. He said, you know, 
doing they're doing the obligatory chirping leading up to the game, and he said, "There's not much to do in Green Bay other than watch football." No, look, he's right. He's right, but you also haven't won a big game. You you know, yeah, your team's not making the playoffs. I just, I don't like, I don't like that. I don't, I don't, I don't like, I don't like that. Okay, I like the confidence, right? I want you to be confident going into the must-win game, but let's let's accomplish something before we before we talk some shit. Okay, can we please? Justin Fields, who's never beaten the Packers, for the record, never beaten the Packers. But I'm just saying, just I'm glad Justin Fields kind of turned it around. I think he should be the quarterback for the Bears next year. But just slow down, please. Okay, win the game first. Win the game first. Just come on here and just you know trash Justin Fields like that. That's that's insane. Um, what's your uh... <laughs> what's no, your no, last? There's no trashing. There's no trashing. I'm just saying. You know, maybe beat the Packers once in your career. You know, it's year three. You've had this is your sixth shot at beating the Packers. Maybe, maybe beat them this time. I don't know. Uh, my last one. This is in my parlay as well. And me and Caleb vehemently disagree on this game and how this game is going to go. But I got the Bills easily covering the wow. minus three. Against the Dolphins. Wow. Dolphins. And I felt this way even before the Bradley Chubb injury. I just. Yeah, that's huge. You know, the Bills, the Bills killed them in the first matchup. I know the Bills had a tight one with the Pats last week, but like the Dolphins got molly Alex, by the Ravens. It was bad. 56. 56. The Dolphins early in the year who put up a 70 piece turn around at the end of the year give up 56. 56. I mean, what What are we doing, Vic Fangio? What are we doing? Lamar stamped his MVP trophy on you. I am concerned. There was that one play where Zay Flowers I don't think had a defensive back within five yards of him in any direction. And I think there were two players in his vicinity, but I think he was so wide open that Lamar's pass, he Lamar could have overthrown him, underthrown him, didn't matter. He was going to catch it (laughs) because he was that wide open. And Miami's defense was just horrific last week. And yeah, losing Bradley Chubb, who is one of the premier pass rushers in the NFL, I mean, what they gave up a first round pick to get him last year, right? So, yes, first or did. second. So, you ha- lose one of those guys, right? And they signed him to the big extension. <laughs> yeah, you lose that guy. And they lost somebody else, didn't they? They lost, um, lost Jalen Phillips. Yeah, on Black that's Friday. Thinking. Yeah, so you lose two great defensive players heading into the playoffs. That's the worst time you know, to have those injuries like that. And especially a Bills team that is really hung tough <laughs> with the best teams in the league. I mean, this Bills team has punched and punched and punched and they've gotten punched in the face, but they've never, they're like Rocky Balboa, this Bills team. No matter how many times you punch them, they always get back up. 
They're always climbing on those ropes. That bell will never ring against. You'll never hear. No, it won't go to 10. It just will never go to 10 against the bills. They'll always get back on their feet. And with how Tua played last week, I think it's fair to wonder. <laughs> he was he yeah. was pretty bad last week. We can call a spade a I spade mean, there. I mean, look, the, the only good team the Dolphins have showed up against this year was the Cowboys when they actually beat the Cowboys. But they didn't show up against Kansas City. They didn't show up against Buffalo the first matchup. Obviously, they didn't show up against Baltimore. Like it's 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 a big concern for me. Uh, and you know, I'm not forgetting that Titans debacle a few weeks ago, where they were up with what two and a half minutes left. Alex, they were up like 14, two and a half minutes left, end up choking. Remember that game, Monday I night don't, game? But <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. So. That's in the back of my head, but I just don't trust this team, basically. I, I don't trust them to go, and it's even a home game for them. But I just, you know, Josh Allen just owns them, historically speaking. I think he's going to go in there, and to think that this Bills team is going to win 11 games, possibly, when, you know, what were they, 6-6, six and six, Alex? 5-6? and six? Yeah. I mean, that was not good. And it, obviously, we know all the all the stuff with McDermott and all the digs drama, like it was not good at all. Firing Dorsey, you know, it just drama pouring out of this team. And now they're potentially going to go 11 and six and win the division, depending on this game. I, that's pretty, pretty crazy turnaround. So uh, give me the bills minus three against the dolphins. Uh, what's your next one? You got any ones left? Well, so I, I just want to say real quick, Maybe Dorsey was the problem. You know, they fire him, start giving the ball to James Cook more. Hey, I didn't like him. I didn't like Dorsey. And I, I, I got uh, a lot Joe of heat Brady? for that. Joe Brady, yes. Joe Brady is now the OC. So, pretty, acclaimed, uh, pretty acclaimed college offensive coordinator. You know, I don't know if you know his bona fides there, but he was in, uh, he was the guy who um, was the Joe Burrow offensive coordinator. At LSU. Ah. So, um, yeah, not surprised that they're having a ton of success after getting rid of that fraud, Ken Dorsey. Anyway, um, my last selection, it kind of was perfect what you said about the Seahawks and what they needed to to happen for them to get into the playoffs. Because my last choice very similar to that Packers Lions game from last year. I have the Bears plus three at Green Bay. I think the yeah. Bears absolute best case scenario season. They won what two or three games last year? Even I mean, if dude, they lose. We were talking about them as the worst team in the league, like five weeks into the season. And now, saying, there's no way there's no way Fields comes back. There's no way Eberflus comes back. This team sucks. And honestly, Alex, the thing that changed the season was the Montez Sweat trade, which everybody shat mm-hmm. on. Yeah. It was. And 
I think this is going to be a bad love week. I think he's going to not show up. I think um, Fields is going to finally show out in Lambeau. I think because what was it? Week one where the Packers just took it to them. Right. I think that was that was week one. Um, That sounds right. It was like 38, 21 or something. And it was just absolute. It was absolute beat down by Green Bay. And I think they avenge that. (laughs) Not Green Bay out of the playoffs. And it'll be. I mean, I'm not a Bears fan, but the Bears are practically my second team. Right. I'm not going to act like. You know, I don't have some sort of affinity for them. But Fields, his growth, right. In his third season, finally, we're seeing like the growth and it helps that he has actual weapons now. Comet and Moore have been outstanding this season. Um, like you said, Montez Sweat been awesome since he's gotten there. And then Jalen Johnson, um, who's the linebacker they got in free agency? I can't remember. Um, said Tremaine Edmonds, or am I think, or uh, someone. No, I think I don't it. think that. Yeah, their defense has really stepped up, especially after adding Sweat. Right, Sweat was like the final puzzle piece, so to speak. But it was like. Because you're right, Eberflus was on such a hot seat. I'm surprised if they didn't win that game against Washington in, on Thursday night, he would not have made it through. He no, just the DJ Moore game. Yeah, yeah. And now, I mean, it was here. a foregone conclusion. Like it wasn't even a conversation. Like, yeah, he's done. Eberflus is done. And I know I'm saying all this right, and I'm like, oh, the Bears are going to win. The Bears are going to win. Zach, even if they lose this week, this season has been an unbridled success. For them, like it could not have gone better in any way, shape or form for the Chicago Bears than for them to be. If they lose, if they're seven and ten, that's a five win improvement in the NFL. That's that's not nothing, especially when you were a joke last year and you were a joke. Like you said, after week four, when you gave up that giant lead against Denver. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was rock bottom. Yeah. That was rock bottom. I think they're playing with house money here. And I think the Packers, I just don't think they've been playing. I think when the heat's up, I don't think they can hang in the kitchen. You know, I think like well, this whole Jair, Jair Alexander thing has been really weird. <laughs> like incredibly strange. Yeah. Yeah. That has been weird. He's probably going to get cut. The, the underrated storyline, Alex, and I love to bring this up. I love to bring this up. Is, by the way, I, I like the bet. I know I shot on Justin Fields for that, making that comment, but I thought about that as well. Just because just you could get the Bears a plus money. <laughs> the storyline that none of the main media is talking about, Alex, is that the Green Bay Packers are on the cusp of making the playoffs without Aaron Rodgers. Nobody's talking about this. Nobody's talking about this. Meanwhile, the Jets are in turmoil. The Jets, you know, I think they'd still be in turmoil even if Rodgers had played. But, you know, the Jets are cutting Dalvin Cook. They cut Michael Carter. They got two receivers that Rodgers brought over that they don't even 
nobody wants on the team. They brought over Nathaniel Hackett, who sucks. Might be the worst play caller working right now. I mean, it is absolutely embarrassing. Embarrassing. So that's a storyline nobody's talking about, that the Packers could make the playoffs without Aaron Rodgers. But I like your bet. I think the Packers are going to win the game, but I thought the Bears plus three with the money line was something to look at. I I looked at it for a second. I mean, it's like I said, you know, it would be the beautiful bow for them to tie on. I mean, what's been a remarkable season for them? (laughs) Truly a remarkable turnaround, but it'll be... It'll be fascinating to see how things go. Well, I got a couple more. or I just have one player prop. Player future, if you will, before we go tonight. And the odds aren't bad, but it feels like a long shot. And this guy was in the news today for an unfortunate reason. But Tyreek Hill. Plus 250 when I looked yesterday. For Offensive Player of the Year. And I only bring this up because Christian McCaffrey is not playing this week against the Rams. Final regular season game. The favorite to win this award, Christian McCaffrey, is not playing. Now, it might not matter. You know, it might not matter. It might be a wrap because he's already got 20-plus touchdowns and 2,000-plus scrimmage yards, Alex. So it might not matter. But if Tyreek Hill... You know, if the Dolphins beat the Bills and Tyreek Hill just burns them all day, burns against like two touchdowns, 200 yards, you know, 10 catches, is that would that be enough to steal it from McCaffrey, who's not playing this week? It could be, but you said 2,000 all purpose yards. That's <laughs> and McCaffrey was 2,000 all purpose yards. Yeah, over 20 touchdowns. Like, I was playing yeah, with the idea he was going to break the. The single season scrimmage yard or scrimmage touchdowns, but I don't know. I mean, McCaffrey has a case for like MVP. I mean, McCaffrey has the fifth best MVP odds. <laughs> he does. He does. I just thought it was interesting that it didn't seem like a foregone conclusion yesterday for offensive player. I, there. They're, give, they're giving Tyreek a somewhat of a chance only because McCaffrey's not playing. <laughs> I still think CD, I know we talked about this last time I was on. I think CD's being, I know he wouldn't win. I know there's no way he would win. But CD's being so undervalued in these conversations. And he had such a phenomenal season. I, I would guess he's not going to play week 18. But just based on what the Cowboys accomplished and who they're playing, they could probably win with their scrubs in that game. Um, You're right. But, CD's been massively under-talked about, I feel like. He's been a top five wideout this year. Easy. I'd say he's probably been a top three offensive player. That's not a quarterback. I mean, it's been McCaffrey. I think it's been McCaffrey, Hill, and Lamb. I think those three. Yeah. And then I think Evans would be, like I was talking about earlier, probably the other spot on the um, the all-pro team for the wide receiver. I don't yeah, really I didn't think... realize he had that many yards. That's... Especially if they make the playoffs, that'll be... Something in his favor for all pro voting for sure. I don't think like I don't think you could bet on all pro, but it's a shame. 
I don't think you can bet on all NBA either. I'm look. I'm just taking a look at these odds now, just for just for um, kicks. CJ Shroud. I don't think there's any doubt he's going to win Rookie of the Year. No, the two Rookie of the Year awards are done. Jalen Carter and Stroud, like that, those are done. You don't think Anderson has a shot for defensive? No, especially if he doesn't play against us. Yeah, that's true. He'd be, he'd have a good shot, I think. I think Coach of the Year, Stefanski has major odds, and I think it probably is is the win. Fair. <laughs> it's fair. It's fair. I mean, that guy's, what is he at? Four quarterbacks? This, yeah, four quarterbacks. Slacker, Walker, you know, Watson, and DTR. Four. Going back to being a homer, <laughs> I'd give it to Steichen. But, again, I mean, I he, should myself- be, he should be on the podium, you know? You know, gold, silver, bronze, he should be up there somewhere. So I've shown myself to be nothing but an incredible homer today, but I don't know. Well, that's usually what I do. So thanks for taking over. <laughs> you know, someone has but to. Someone has to, but I know Caleb's out there plug. listening somewhere. Um, yeah, he's out there listening somewhere, unfortunately. So I'm going to be recording the power hour this week. Um, my teams are the Sixers and the Grizzlies. And then um, I don't know if you heard Zach. There was this little trade involving my team. Um, this guy named yes. OG Ananobi. Your beloved Knicks. I know. We had to trade one of my favorite players, which was the unfortunate side effect. Um, Emmanuel, quickly, you will be missed. Um, I am not going to be tuning into enough Raptors games to watch him regularly, but if I see one of the teams for my week is playing the Raptors, I will tune in just to watch Emmanuel quickly. But otherwise, I'm not... <laughs> Gonna be going out of my way to watch Raptors games because I don't know if you've been paying attention, Zach. They're not good. The Raptors are. They're are not. Bad. In fact, they're they're they might be uh, moving off Siakam next. It sounds like possibly to my team. So they're we'll one see. of the worst. Te- they're one of the worst teams in the East that aren't named um, Washington or Detroit, which isn't um, company you want to be. In. Charlotte. Not flattering. They're pro- they're worse than Charlotte. Or better than Charlotte, oh. but that's that's okay. not um that's not a compliment. <laughs> hey, we're better than Charlotte. We're better than Charlotte. <laughs> it's have you no, seen the not. um the meme of the guy on the podium? The, speaking of podiums, where he like rips the um the bottle open with his teeth, and then he's like standing on fifth place. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Raptors right now. So this Raptors fifth to last. Yes, there. this should be a. My next episode should be fun. Um, what have you got on Circle City Cinema, which I will be putting out on Friday? Yeah, uh, me and Caleb did a 2024 most anticipated movie draft. Uh, that was fun. We did that um, last week, I believe. I think we did that last week. Uh, and then next week, you and I will be doing The Iron Claw. Which I've seen twice. You've seen it. You text me after you saw it and recommended doing a pod. And I saw it and I was like, let's do it. I saw it again uh, last night with some family and more of a tearjerker the second time somehow. Did, so, did you say, did you apologize after seeing it with your family? Were you like, I'm sorry for making you guys sit through this? 
<laughs> no, I mean it was. It was. Did you tell them? Did you tell well, them? My dad was, was a wrestling fan when he was a kid, so he kind of knew what was going, what was coming. But you know, my brother and my grandpa, I don't think they really knew. But they both they both said they liked it, and then we just left in silence. So, you know, they probably dealt with it in their own way when they got home. But I thought it was a great movie. I thought it was one of the ten best movies I've seen this year. Definitely think it should be nominated for Best Picture. Oh, God. Um, this is going to be such a great episode. I cannot wait. Yeah, it's going to be great. So that'll be next week. Recording that next Thursday night. Um, Alex, thanks for coming on the pod tonight. And as always, folks, thank you very much for tuning in. <laughs>